search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell.
As I wait in his library The scent of tobacco And the silence of the room Are inside me
track you. Night, Mario, Paul said. He started off toward the shuttle. Then he stopped, reached in his pocket, and flipped a half dollar over the counter. Mario caught the big coin. I'll take the Sunday Times, Paul said, and picked up the newspaper. Hey, wait, Mario called back. It's only 25 cents. You've got a quarter coming. But Paul was already in the car. The door slid closed. He smiled and waved through the window. With a lurch, the train moved off, its lights glimmering away through the darkness. Tucker Mouse smiled, too. He liked Paul. In fact, he liked anybody who was nice to Mario. But it was late now. Time to crawl back to his comfortable niche in the wall and go to sleep. Even a mouse who lives in the subway station in Times Square has to sleep sometime. And Tucker had a big day planned for tomorrow, collecting things for his home and snapping up bits of food that fell from the lunch counters all over the station. He was just about to turn into the drain pipe when he heard a very strange sound. Now, Tucker Mouse had heard almost all the sounds that can be heard in New York City. He had heard the rumble of subway trains and the shriek their iron wheels make when they go around the corner. From above, through the iron grills that open onto the streets, he had heard the thrumming of the rubber tires of automobiles and the hooting of their horns and the howling of their brakes. And he had heard the babble of voices when the station was full of human beings and the barking of the dogs that some of them had on leashes. Birds, the pigeons of New York, and cats, and even the high purring of airplanes above the city Tucker had heard. But in all his days, and on all his journeys through the greatest city in the world, Tucker had never heard a sound quite like this one. For several minutes, there was only the whispering silence. Whatever it was that was making the sound had heard him coming and was quiet. Silently, Mario waited. Then he heard it again, rising from a pile of waste papers and soot that had blown against the concrete wall. He went down and very gently began to lift off the papers. One by one, he inspected them and laid them to one side. Down near the bottom, the papers became dirtier and dirtier. Mario reached the floor. He began to feel with his hands through the dust and soot, and wedged in a crack under all the refuse, he found what he'd been looking for. It was a little insect, about an inch long and covered with dirt. It had six legs, two long antennae on its head, and what seemed to be a pair of wings folded on its back. Holding his discovery as carefully as his fingers could, Mario lifted the insect up and rested him in the palm of his hand. A cricket, he exclaimed. Keeping his cupped hand very steady, Mario walked back to the newsstand. The cricket didn't move, and he didn't make that little musical noise anymore. He just lay perfectly still, as if he were sleeping or frightened to death. 
Mario pulled out a Kleenex and laid the cricket on it. Then he took another and started to dust him off. Ever so softly, he tapped the hard black shell and the antennae and legs and wings. Gradually, the dirt that had collected on the insect fell away. His true color was still black, but now it had a bright, glossy sheen.
Oh, well, a young man ain't nothing in this world these days. I said, a young man ain't nothing in this world these days. In the old days, when a young man was a strong man All the people stand back when a young man walks by Young man ain't nothing in this world these
Lab Black Plastic, Jonathan and Eddie are here. MutinyRadio.it.
I'd guess. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all... <laughs>
I was at the beginning of COVID. I was like, oh, so all of my tethers to this world are now disappearing. My keys, <laughs> my <laughs> magic deck. Anyways, Mark Neuer's going to be in at 2 o'clock to play some magic with me on some Call Me Tim. I brought a bunch of random cards. I thought I'd do some deck building. Maybe he's got some cards I can borrow. And we'll play together. It's going to be fun. Then at 4 o'clock, Will Brown is coming in. Comedian Will Brown. We're going to do a little podcast and hang out. So it's going to be a great afternoon here at mutinyradio.fm and .sf down here on the corner of 21st and Florida. So yeah, we're still podcasting safely. People are wearing masks when they come inside, changing microphone covers and having new microphones, all that kind of stuff. Keeping it safe. I've been getting tested weekly at the free testing in front of Glide. For those of you that don't know, you can get your free testing on the street Ellis Street in between Jones and Taylor, right in front of Glide. Just wait in line, and um, it's free. And they text you, like, the next day. So it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 10 to 4 p.m. You can get tested in front of Glide for free. You don't need ID. You don't need anything. Just need to give them your phone number, and they text you. And if you don't have a phone, you can get your results in a multitudinous ways. On the Internet, you can go back to them and physically get your results as well so be safe be sane test yourself there's no reason not to when it's free and it's available and it's super accessible okay so everybody keep yourself safe but we are keeping ourselves safe here at mutiny radio and gallery reread all of the san francisco covid shutdown laws and not only is radio essential but Art galleries are able to operate at 20% capacity. So there you go. All right. I'm really excited. The first thing we're going to do today here on the AltaCast is play a little comedy. My buddy drummer comedian Aaron Barrett quit comedy about four years, five years ago. Um, He did it for five years, got up on the punchline stage, and then quit (laughs) because he was like he's a really good drummer if you've ever heard the friday show uh floating goat is what we play in the fills it's a great great band and he's an incredible drummer he's also a great comedian so we're going to listen to him drummer comedian aaron barrett here on mutiny radio dot fm and dot sf There's not a airplane noise or something. Here we go. There's a drummer in a band called Aerosmith. He's totally kidding. He's just a drummer. Uh, please make some noise for Aaron Barrett. Clap it up. never saw um, was ACDC, and uh, you gotta love ACDC, right? We all love ACDC. I mean, these guys, they've been around for like 40 years, just writing the same song over and over again. We keep buying <laughs> it, you know? But the one thing I love about them, really, is that 
they've never sold out, right? They don't do ballads, they've never done a commercial. But just like all my favorite bands, they will, they will. It'll be like a Super Bowl commercial for like McDonald's, right? I can already picture this song. Like this is my impression of ACDC doing a McDonald's commercial. It'll be like, they got the super size, I'm telling you no lies. Knocking me out with those American fries. Take a moment to share kids meal with apples and pears. Have a salsa of cone, Big Mac, two pounds of McRib, cause I'm loving it. <laughs> Super Bowl 57, I'm not sure when, but it will. Uh, but that's the thing, I always wanted to be a rock star, I did, you know? But like, my rock star partying days are pretty much over, you know? I, I, I literally, I haven't done coke in years, you know? Because coke's one of those drugs, if you're gonna do that shit, you wanna do that shit all night long, baby, you know what I mean? So like, nowadays, it always cracks me up when I'm at a party or at a bar or something, and some guy will come up to me and he'll be like, hey dude, you want a little bump, huh, huh? I'm always like, shit, I don't know. You want me to follow you around the rest of the night pretending to like you? <laughs> Bump? Bump the whole bag, asshole. <laughs> by the way, if you're a guy and you're offering another guy coke, what the hell's wrong with you, man? This shit's for the ladies. Right? Which sucks, because I don't have coke. I have to get women the hard way. I have to actually talk to them, you know? But there's certain women I won't talk to. You know the ones that have that really annoying days of life? Like, oh my god, right? Yeah, yeah, right? Get on my nerves, they drive me nuts. And I was outside a bar the other night and there's two of those girls outside chirping away. And all of a sudden I heard one of them say to the other one, she was like, yeah, and then I made the mistake of telling Laura and I lost it. I walked right up to her, I'm like, you know what, you're a fucking idiot, you know that? Like, excuse me, why am I an idiot? I'm like, you can't trust Laura, man. You tell everybody, it's all trouble. I, uh, I refer to those women as the Louis Vuitton girls, you know? They always have the like, Louis Vuitton bag and the luggage and dish towels. I don't know what the fuck else they make, but think about that. I wish Louis Vuitton would actually make something more practical for these women that they could use, you know? Like the Louis Vuitton noose. How about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, they found Laura hanging in the shower last week, but she looked so cute. <laughs> Laura. Trying to get in shape. We got the new year here. I, uh, my buddy was looking at me the other day. He's like, look at you, dude. What are you gonna do if you get in a fight? How are you gonna defend yourself? What's your first move? And I'm like, what? He's like, karate kid, that's your first move? Come on, that's not martial arts. You gotta get into mixed martial arts. You gotta get into UFC. You ever seen UFC? I was like, no. He's like, you gotta come to the bar with me this night and check, the out, check it out. I was like, all right, whatever. So I go to the bar with them. I just see the championship fight. Have you guys seen UFC, everybody? Have you seen this stuff? Yeah, this shit's fucking violent. Good God. But after I was watching for a few minutes, I'm like, wait a minute. This shit's kind of gay, too. Like, like mixed martial art? Art of what? Spooning? It's like extreme spooning. You know? But sure enough, though, I did. I, got, I ended up getting in a fight, but I got lucky. I swept the guy's leg, and I had him in a headlock on the ground, you know what I mean? I was spooning him real fucking tight, you know what I mean? must have felt my boner in his butt because he flipped me over so fast I didn't know it hit me. I was like, oh shit, I'm dead. The next thing I know, he was like, I like your moves, bro. <laughs> I was like, I like your moves too, man. That was pretty sweet right there. 